Good afternoon, good morning, good evening. Welcome to Renewal at 50 Plus, a monthly show to help you live your best life and have your best career at 50 plus. If you don't know me already, I'm Wendy Marks, a personal branding and marketing coach for experienced professionals who want to be more successful. And when you join, if you can take a minute to introduce yourself in the comments, say where you're from. And before I introduce today's extra special guest, I want to just share a few thoughts with you about today's subject, which is how to boost your career with social media as an experienced professional. And social media is essential for everybody. But if anything, it's even more important when you're 50 and over. And that's because, unfortunately, people tend to stereotype people over 50 that we don't have it, we don't know it, we're not technology savvy. And social media gives you a chance to demonstrate that that is definitely not the case. And the other thing with social media is that it opens up the whole world for you. Yesterday, I had the privilege of being on an event a friend of mine from Australia hosted. Now, there was no way in a million years I would have been friends with somebody from Australia without social media. And if you're looking for a job, social media is definitely the place to be. In fact, uh, some over 90% of employers use social media to find applicants and also nearly as many recruiters. We'll get into all of that and more with today's special guest, Marsha Kohler. And I'm so excited to have Marsha join me today because at 50 plus, she is a testament to reinvention, she's a social media influencer and a tech influencer. She has only 263,000 followers on Twitter, nearly 10,000 on LinkedIn, and she's truly a social media and tech phenomenon. She's offered 47 and counting books in the Four Dummies series, including a number on Facebook and Twitter. She has a new book coming out on Android smartphones for seniors in the for and dummies. And you can't forget eBay for dummies because everybody, I think everybody has read eBay for dummies, which is in its 10th edition. Okay. So that's <laughs> really what was my breakout in my writing career. All right. Thank you for adding that. Marsha's also the host of a very popular podcast and she has accomplishments galore. She's worked for American Express, Pitney Bowes, IBM, and other major brands. So without further ado, welcome, Marsha. I'm so glad you're here. And what I'd like to do, what I'd like to begin with, is if you can share how you reinvented yourself. Well, I've reinvented myself several times. I'm not giving dates, but trust me, I'm definitely over 50. 
probably could have been your babysitter. But <laughs> the truth is, uh, first I started in corporate and I had a very successful corporate career. But then I learned that what I was doing for the corporation was something that I could do for individual clients. So while I was still at the comfort of the corporation, I gathered a group of clients, got a bank loan in those days. That's the way you did it. And I had to do a business presentation to the bank manager and I got it, started a wildly successful business. Um, previously, I'd worked at a newspaper, a special projects manager, and my business was a marketing company. And I did marketing for regional shopping centers. If you can remember what regional shopping centers were, um, I did all the marketing, posters, ads, events for the top five regional shopping centers in Los Angeles during the height of shopping centers. So that was not only fun, but incredibly stressful. And it was incredibly lucrative. And I had a converted garage, a detached garage at my house. And back in these days, I even had a contract with the US Air Force and they sent someone out from the inspector general's office to double check, is this really a business? Is somebody really working from home and having a real business? But yes, I had all the licenses and it was all incredibly real. And I also had childcare for my employees. And this is way back in the day because I didn't think it was fair to have talented people worrying about their children when they're working for the company. So I did a lot of things that today seem like new ideas, but mostly it's, you know, the golden rule keeps coming back, do unto others, let's, let's make it happen. So I started that business and then without mentioning the major corporation that offered me all of the shopping centers on the west coast of the United States. That was about 30. Now, I was a single mom and stress was definitely an issue because when you're in marketing and advertising and printing, um, each holiday would mean I'd lay out something like $30,000 for each shopping center, you know, with photographers and everything like that. So I multiplied that by the number of shopping centers they wanted to give me. And I thought, you know, I would be a really rich woman, but I'd also never see my daughter. And then the thing that people don't do, and remember this for your consulting clients today, do the math. If you plan on having your business grow, add up your new expenses, your salaries, your benefits, extra space, extra phones. What is it going to take? to bring your company to the next level. There's no sin on keeping a small business. Some of the most successful restaurants and businesses here in California are family businesses, and they never went big. They're tradition, and they do what they do well. Marcia, I want to just uh, stop you because that's all phenomenal, but want to see if you can segue to how you became a social media maven and guru. Definitely getting there, Wendy. Okay. <laughs> so when I was doing marketing for shopping centers, that's when the internet started to get popular. And I would tell the shopping centers, you need to have a website. And they'd say to me, 
we don't need a website. No, we definitely don't. And then, however, I tried to push them towards digital, they didn't bite. And honestly, I, I don't, I think that was part of the downfall of shopping centers is that they didn't go digital early. And think about that. And that's some advice I want to give to everybody. When you're over 50, when you have all that experience on the planet, your most important thing is to stay up on pop culture. It may not be something that affects your life, but it affects the people you do business with. Stay up on what is happening. Stay up on how you are presented to people. That's all super, super important. So I got my start on AOL. And interestingly, it was because I had a daughter and I didn't go to the stores with her to buy toys. So we found a website called Auction Web and we would buy Barbie doll clothes. And then it went from there to let's sell some Barbie doll clothes. And this was all in my spare time. And it was all with my daughter, who is now uh, a director doing marketing at a university. So the lessons were really important to her. And we grew a little side business to that. And then one day I decided digital was the direction I wanted to go, especially when um, I was on the Today Show and I was talking about eBay. It was when eBay had first gone public. Pierre, the founder, had invited me on the Today Show with him. And we talked about this new coming thing. And yeah, that's when I, I changed. I literally sold my clients off and started writing. I was offered writing eBay for dummies, which was my second transition in my career as a writer. So now I'm a writer and it was one of the most successful books ever. But one of the interesting things about eBay and uh, the founders actually agree with me. eBay was one of the first social media sites. They had incredibly active boards where people would talk and they would interact and that enabled sales, which is why I wrote my book on social media commerce long before there was ever a name for it. I'm just checking to see if they're questioned. Yeah, websites did used to be e-brochures, right? Absolutely. And good to see everybody out there. But the important thing is, is that staying up with what is happening, looking forward to the next transition. Your background may be really important, but the way you present it on social media is key. How you get people to relate to you. Now, I know there's a ton of people on social media who know I'm old, <laughs> but they know I'm a nice old lady and they know I'm a smart old lady and I give them advice and I don't always charge people. Hey, Barbara, how are you? Good to see you. And, you know, you can help a lot of people through social media without charging for it. Because when you do that, then it comes back to you. Brands notice you, brands see what you're doing. Like, I'm not always super active, but I guarantee you that every night I put together, I curate content for the next day. And I try to share if any of you have blogs, which you need to be posting on a blog, um, you need to let me know. I will share it. I read everything that I share. 
which takes a lot of time. But that's, again, how I stay up with technology and why I'm writing Android smartphones for seniors. Um, it's because there's a technology gap in over 50. You shouldn't be fumfering around with your equipment. You need to know how to use it. You need to be expert because in the end, when you're dealing with a clientele, many people are very tech savvy and many people aren't. And if you can teach them things that will benefit their business, um, it's a win for you. And, and Michael, you're absolutely right. How many people over 50 give up on, on learning? This is true. When What made me want to do this book, aside from my other seniors' books, was when the pandemic broke out, we got a vaccine, appointments were available, and I went to my neighbor's house, and she didn't know how to get an appointment. So I went to other places. Hi, Weldon, how are you? Um, and, and I went to other places in my neighborhood, and I ran around from house to house teaching people over 50 is not an old person, but we have a real problem with people not understanding technology. And once you master technology, social media becomes a lot better for you. And also know your customer. It all depends. You have to really sit down and think about what am I trying to accomplish? I mean, we used to do that in the old days. You need to do it again. Marsha, you've been so very successful in terms of staying up to date. And as you said, you're a 50 pluser and wanted to see how you've been so successful in doing it. And I know that a lot of people over 50 feel a little intimidated by social media. They feel challenged. Okay, What's being in intimidated by learning. That's the first step to brain rot. I mean, let's face it. Why do so many people just kind of fade away when they get older? Is because they stay into their old patterns, their old learning, and they're not learning about new things. If you can apply everything from your career to the new way of doing things, you've really got something to sell to an employer or as a consultant. It's a real way for you to make a living. Um, that's true. You can't lead a horse to water. So, which is why in my book that I'm writing now, because there were so many people who couldn't use their phones, it's written in storytelling. It's technology through storytelling. And again, staying on top of what's the trend and the trend is now storytelling. So hopefully I, I, there's a lot of buzz about the book, but hopefully people will buy it and they're going to learn from it. But one has to think about themselves. Do you want your brain to just fall apart? It gives you confidence to know and understand and feel a part of today's world. That's why I haven't retired and dropped out of social media, although I've thought about it many times. <laughs> And Marsha, as far as uh, technology goes, you've seemed to be quite savvy about technology. Are there some strategies or tips you can offer? Yes, so study. that read, read, and spend the time reading on topics. 
if you're an iPhone person, learn about that. Well, I've heard about this 5G things. Go over to my blog. I don't blog often, but when there's something to say, I definitely say it. Um, you have to pick up the keywords. You're all incredibly smart people. And when you hear a keyword that you don't understand, Google is your friend. Google will lay out all the information. And instead of reading a single book by a single person whose opinion is in that book, read bunches of articles, read different people, get different opinions. Older people are cast aside in society. As a matter of fact, there was an article in Business Insider, which wrote about eight books which help people start a business. My book was one of those books, but it wasn't mentioned in the article. Somebody else's book was accidentally mentioned in the article. And I DM'd over Twitter to the author and I said, here's look, here's proof, here's citations from the internet that it was my book that this famous person used. She said, well, you know, the secretary sent me this. So when you reach a certain age, you can definitely get tossed aside. So you have to be out there. You have to stick your finger in where it's uncomfortable, like my tech podcast. I've been doing that every week, and I really don't want to. I do the customer service chat on Twitter, which draws a lot of young customer service people. Um, how about for people who need to talk with someone, be shown how to do things? Well, absolutely, but you got to pick your experts, right, Barbara? I mean, again, from reading the articles, you're going to know if that person is writing to you, I mean, to you, or if they're just writing to put up an article. And just writing to put up an article, unfortunately, just like a lot of tech reviewers, you get the piece of tech, they write about it, and that's it. But all of you know that with technology, you need to be working with it for a length of time before you know whether it works or not. So you can apply everything you know, share articles, share information, write articles, but make them valuable, make them things that people wanna read, use keywords and headlines that are gonna catch their eyes. Marcia, what are some mistakes that you see that people, especially uh, older professionals make uh, online in social media? Hi, and I see Weldon mentioned said, try YouTube and heck, I've been on YouTube forever and I haven't posted anything lately because there's so much social media right now and I really need to. But the thing is you need to have a message that people are gonna listen to or that people want to hear because when they search Google for answers, you want your video to come up. And pissing in the wind on YouTube is a waste of time, a real waste of time when you could be learning and developing and honing your skills into the next generation. Uh, Rita, yeah, lots of free tech classes through community organizations and centers. Um, but again, vet your teacher. Ask the teacher, what is the name you use online? and search out that person and see if they really are the expert that they're telling you they are. 
I know a lot of people who bought my books and teach classes right now off of my books and maybe have never used social media as much. So vet your instructors. I put my email in all my books. I answer questions. I do low cost consultations for people and it works and I help people. I've helped millions. Hi, Susan. Okay, branding. Susan, think about what you did in the past. Think about what you did in the past that is going to be important to today's generations. And we've got a whole mishmash of generations. Uh, which blog site would you recommend for social media? That's, again, a real problem. It's kind of like best-selling authors. Did you ever notice everybody is a best-selling author? Um, it's tough. Like I said, Google is your friend. Search a topic, a specific topic, like SEO, um, and find the articles on that and just read a bunch. Don't stick with just one. Read all of them. I mean, I warned people a decade ago that there were pitfalls in Amazon's FBA program, and I was laughed at, so I shut up about it. But now they've all found out that everything I said was right. When I wrote the first book on online customer service, it's because I saw a trend in customer service that needed to be fulfilled and could be fulfilled on social media. So when you're branding yourself, think about what you did in your past life, in your career, what was important. Present yourself always in professional pictures I think when you're over 50, you really can't afford the casual pictures without dressing responsibly. Let's just say, you know, guys, maybe not in the Hawaiian shirts. <laughs> like, you know, young people won't relate to it. They'll look at you and say, oh, grandpa. Are they going to want to learn from grandpa? Probably not. Simple Oxford cloth shirt, a polo shirt. Polo shirts are always, always in style. And ladies, keep your hairstyle in tune with the times. That's also very important. You have to be in tune with the times to stay valid and for your branding to be on point. The other have thing. a good biography, have a good QR code, maybe as the signature. You can make a QR code very easily. If you want, reach out to me on Twitter later. I'll give you the link to make QR codes. Um, do things in a modern way of business. It's just very important. I just want to, uh, that's really helpful, Marcia. And one thing I wanted to add is that I find that LinkedIn, and you probably do too, Marcia, is such a great place to brand yourself. What I find, though, is that oftentimes people fail to use LinkedIn effectively for branding. They talk about themselves as this in the third person as somebody that's distinct from them. They don't talk about themselves in an engaging way. And they also don't post content. They're kind of inert on social media. And the wait, key, wait a minute, are you talking about original content or content? No, I'm talking about just 
posting, not not necessarily original, but you can certainly, if you don't have the time to post to create Which is content. what I do. I curate other people's right, content. Exactly. But the thing that I find about LinkedIn, and one of the reasons I'm not active, is I'm not actively looking to work for somebody. Yes. And LinkedIn is currently rampant with consultants. It's like everybody's a consultant. I honestly think that if y'all aren't working on Facebook, you're missing your audience. Because people over a certain age will also need your help. They, they don't shut down just like you don't shut down, but they need your help when you become an expert in the modern world of social media and pop culture. They're going to look to you for advice. So let people know what you're doing on Facebook, because that's where you're probably going to get the broadest audience over 50. I would suggest that's a good point. And there are certainly probably more people over 50. I know there are on Facebook than the other uh, social media platforms. However, and a I lot would... of them, Wendy, are wanting to change their lives. They're yes. wanting to become, be, make themselves feel like they're important, that they still count. Because I know we've all gone through periods of time. Well, I'm irrelevant. I'm old. I'm not going anywhere. Hey, I've been through it. And hey, I get super upset about that. Um, and yeah, Christy, I'm with you on quality versus quantity. You're right on all your points, Christy O'Connor. And the most important thing is that's why sharing content that you can vet, that you believe in on social media, other people's content is just as important. I don't blog as often as I do, but I do write books. And I also think the world is papered with books, either digital or not. Uh, yeah, exactly, Hannah. There are professional groups on Facebook. But again, vet the moderator. See who they are. I mean, I, I just love these people who tell you, we're going to make you a millionaire. We're, what are you doing? Uh, you know, you, Mr. Moderator. Are you way in debt because you paid a bunch of money unsuccessfully to do such and such and such and such? And is your group here to build private clients for you? You can't do the hard sell anymore. The hard sell is probably going to work with people over 50. But if you want to broaden your horizons and get a new audience and, and talk to new people, I mean, I covered an event just recently and a really famous YouTuber was there. And whoa, it was like, we were like night and day, two different people. But we managed to get together because we understood the same things. We understood the right shots. Like when you take a selfie, you know, how to hold your camera, how to have your lighting when you're on video. You need to practice all of this. It doesn't come naturally. In my books, I write about it. When you can buy a book for $20, and I have to recommend that there are a lot of good books that are not big think books. They're instructional nonfiction. They can be very helpful. And again, don't rely on one author. And research is your friend to build your brand. See who is being heard on social media. Yeah, that's a great, uh, great thought, Marcia, that Fortunately, with social media, we have a chance to see what 
people like Marsha and other experts are doing online. And you don't, you want to have your, be authentic and have your own brand, but at the same time, you can get ideas from what, uh, how other people are presenting themselves online. And it's really almost a university in itself by just going out there and observing. You've got, you've not, you're not allowed to shut down your mind. I don't want anybody who's here or ever listens to this video say, I'm going to shut down my mind because the minute you stop learning, the minute you're cut off from society, you want to be active. You want to be relevant. Learn, read, read like it's a religion. Don't watch hours of TV. You can do this, but you have to want to. And that's the most important thing. Your branding will come once you start with the best practices. And please, anybody contact me on Twitter if you want some ideas. Be glad to help out. Like I said, it's important for everybody. And unfortunately, I've also found that people aren't helping other people. As much as we use the words of backing up you know, women this and, you know, older people in business and blah, blah, blah. You know, when push comes to shove, it turns out it's me first. Believe me, I've noticed this. It's a truism. And we need to stop it. We need to work with each other. We need to partner with each other. Um, I've offered to partner with lots of people. And when it started to become work, they weren't interested. They wanted me to do all the work. Um, it's important. It's important to be just as sharp as you were when you were in your 30s and 40s. I think that's another really great thing about social media. And it's true. There are some people there that are just going to be out for themselves. But at the same time, if you network and keep networking online, you will find people who are giving, willing to help. And as I said in the beginning, I've met people all over the world that's been so thrilling for me on uh, social media. You're absolutely right, Wendy. And, and before the pandemic, I was traveling for brands to Munich, Barcelona, uh, Geneva, uh, Shanghai. I, I had the best time ever. But that was because older people were respected and they respected what I had to say. So, you know, it's just not something you can make up. Oh, what was that? 50 and across it. Oh, uh, yes. Christy, definitely. And the thing is, respect other people and respect their time. Don't go up and say, well, what should I do? No, you have your ideas set up. And then we can talk about what is going to be payoff best for you. I think it's really important. And you were saying something else, Wendy, and I just can't say enough that you can be viable, you can be valuable, and you can be relevant in today's society, but you just need to stay up with things. And also, as far as an influencer, I have turned down more brands than I have worked with because A, one company that I know for sure has really crummy customer service wanted me to be a customer service spokesperson for them. And they were pay, willing to pay. And I said, no, 
because I didn't want to betray my community online. And that's another thing. A lot of people who are on social media as B2B influencers, you'll see them. All they're doing is tweeting about a brand or posting about a brand and nothing else. That's because they're being paid for it. And you have to realize, you know, again, I'm not mentioning any brands, but I know about different companies. And before I sign a contract with somebody, I research the company and I learn about it. And, oh, excuse me, the CEO just got got out of some SEC filing problems and uh, just barely didn't go to jail. No, I don't think I want to work with you. I don't want to put my name with you. And that's the way I've been doing my business ever since social media began. And it's kept my brand clean, which has made it easier for the brands I enjoy working with to work with me. Yeah, that's so smart, uh, Marsha, to do that because it's so easy to not do that vetting up front and then get associated with a company that really doesn't even if they have it, they're not near uh, being indicted for something. They just don't reflect your values. Yeah, and- it, that's very important. Don't deny your values. But I can't imagine that anybody would get into business with another human being and lend your name. Yeah, Paul, you're absolutely right. As soon as I finish my book, I will. I'll write that one. Uh, or maybe you and I can write it together. I will. Ooh. DM me that one. I want to read that. But the point is, we all have to stick to our moral code. So if you don't believe in something, just because someone's throwing money at you, if you do it, remember that you will be inextricably tied to that brand for the rest of your career. People will not forget. Um, Marsha, I wanted to ask you if there are some things, we've talked a lot about about what you can do. Are there some key mistakes that you see people, particularly older people, make online? And one is not being true to your values. Are there some other things that you've seen that kind of get your goat? What really gets my goat are, uh, there are senior organizations out there who claim to be helping seniors. But if you look deep into the organization where they're for-profit or non-profit, what they're doing is they're just marketing companies. And they may want your name to build their marketing. Some of these companies really, really, really do not plan on helping older people. What they plan on doing is signing people up for things. And they've built huge, huge companies on this. Think about before you get involved in something like that. Yes, um, I used to write a lot on Medium. But honestly, my problem with Medium is that it was full of stories written by people who couldn't write or people who were giving advice on how to build a big business who hadn't built a $2 million business like I had. So somebody who hasn't done something really on... I don't know what I can learn from them. And that's why seniors are so important. And what I find, Marcia, maybe you have too, is oftentimes the people with the least abilities and credentials make themselves out to be 
the best thing since sliced bread. Well, that's well, what I call the loudest voice in the room syndrome. Yes, exactly. And I can guarantee you, I was up for a shorty award and I tied with a very famous person and it had to go to the board to be decided. You, it's all on the internet. And the very famous person won because they had the loudest voice. Yeah. Right. And that person didn't even show up for the award show. So there. <laughs> um, it, that's just one of many stories I can tell you of how the loudest voice. I wrote a book once, a very famous person read said book, who was a friend of mine. Within six months, they came out with their own self-published book on the same topic and creamed me. It is what it is. People are out for themselves. You have to be out for yourself. Yes, that is very true. You want to be sure that you're there for yourself. At the same time, you don't need to sink to the, obviously, you don't want to sink to the level of these people that are but it's only so not to sometimes. I know, but you rise above it. <laughs> you be generous and gracious as you always are, Marcia. So, um, yes, Paul, I totally agree with you. Buffer has an excellent blog. I've been one of their customers since day one, definitely. Because they're written by the staff there, and those people at Buffer. They tend to know what they're doing. Also, Analytica, which I think when we get off, I will tweet a link to them, where I want you all to go sign up. It's free. It's an international database of B2B influencers. And I promise when I sign off from here, I will tweet it out. Because if you want to build, Analytica will definitely help you build. So I'll tweet that out right after the show. You can go sign up. It's not a data grab. I don't make any money. It's just something I think that's important for everybody to do for your branding purposes. Another really good site that focuses on people 50 plus is nextavenue.org. And I highly <clears throat> recommend that site. It has a work life section where there are often very helpful career articles. And I'm going to post that in the comments. Well, you know, again, Wendy, you have to think about what your target is going to be. Is your target going to be seniors? Or do you have a wealth of knowledge that you can help millennials with? I mean, maybe it wasn't what you did in business. Maybe you were just successful at owning a home. Think about becoming an expert in that, something you have a lifetime of knowledge behind you. Think about what you did best. Maybe it wasn't what you did in your career. And develop that. See if there's a market for it. Google is your friend. Find out who's asking about it. And that can help you with your branding. And it's definitely possible to do that. I've actually rebranded myself at least five times and um, sort of rebranded myself and now rebranding myself again. And it's a lot of, it's not only possible, it's fun and rewarding. And the reason it is, is because as Marcia was saying, you're forced to keep learning. And uh, who knew uh, six months ago that I would be up on StreamYard doing a show and I'm loving it. So you have to be willing to take some risks and 
to step out of your comfort zone. That's something that I have found, and I know you're expert at that, Marcia. Yeah, which is why I'm not answering Barbara's question about uh, <laughs> uh, so many different things, because I'm a, a tough love person. I really am. Tough love, especially with those over 50, because we have to not be stuck. Do you really want to keep calling your kids? And do you know what your kids say between each other when you do that? You're not getting respect built. Really, you're not. You get respect when you can lead the way. You can get your branding on point when you lead the way. Not by letting people know, gee, I don't know this, I don't know that. Study, learn, it's all out there. You have the internet, which is way better than the world book. Or the Britannica. <laughs> And I certainly remember the world book. <laughs> sure. Um, does anybody else have any other questions? Um, I've really so much enjoyed the conversation and people have asked great questions. I want to share with everybody that I am starting, as Marcia said, Facebook is our friend. And I am starting, just started a Facebook group, Career Success After 50 going to put that in the chat. Just type in uh, career success after 50 and join the group. I plan to share strategies, tips, and create a, whole, a community online so we can all encourage and support each other. So I'm putting that here in the chat, the uh, Facebook group. Uh, we'll be having another uh, session, um, another uh, show in uh, a month where I'm going to have another extraordinary guest who has written a book on how to live your best life. And I know he's going to have a lot to share with us. And I'll be posting and updating you on that. So Thank you again, Marsha. It's been great having you as my guest. And, and 50 over 50 is not a death sentence. I'm sorry, what? Being over 50 is not a death sentence. It really isn't. No, it's actually a big plus that we've made it this far. That's right. And you have a lot to share and a lot of experience. And a lot more to share and to give. Exactly. So, and I'm going to put in the chat a link to my tweet. Uh, oh, great. I've lost the window now. That's good. Oh, there we are. How do I put it into the chat? See this? Technology. Oh, bad. What do you, I'll put it in for you. What do you want to put in? No, I got it. Uh, okay. I'll put it into the chat in a minute. But I just want to thank everybody for being here today. And joining in because it's so important. So important not to just talk about your career or talk about what you're doing. Enough talk. Eh, 50 is the new 30. I'm with you on there, but I'm way past that. So <laughs> it's all it's in your tough. it's all in your head, Marsha. <laughs> okay, Wendy, I sent you the uh, the link. If you want to put that in the comments, that'd be great. Um, you sent it uh, to uh, me in the private chat. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I see it. Because okay. to be honest, 
start building your brand. And this link points to a good place where you can build your brand. But again, putting out a website until you have something up is not a good idea. Don't talk about what you're going to do. Talk about what you're doing. Walk the walk. You can do it. It just takes work. On that yeah, note, thank you. On that note, I want to thank everybody again. And thank you, Marsha. Thank and you, everybody, for coming by. Talk to you, Christy, soon. And Barbara, love you. Paul, great meeting you. Same thing, Hal. Um, it's been a great group, and I hope I'll hear from more people. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye now. Bye-bye.